Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, May 8th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, it can mean only one thing. Steve Wiltfong is in his car getting a smoothie or a coffee at some establishment that's thankfully open. He's checking in from the capital city of Indianapolis. The sun is shining. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. I'm feeling good, feeling strong. It's beautiful here. We're sending this weather down I-70 through Dayton right into Columbus. It's passing through Dayton nicely right now. We won't attempt to jinx it. We were scrapping for topics today, and I was checking out the front row, and Dwayne had on there your top five to finish out the class. I thought Steve and I had discussed this before, but I don't think we have, so we're going to go over that. They have the number one class right now. I'm not sure there's any glaring weakness in the class. I do remember being down the stretch the last few years and feeling like there were some serious holes to fill. I don't really feel that way now. So let's go. We're just going to pick five guys out. I'm going to let you choose them. It, well, it's pretty easy, I think. I think, like, the consensus has to be almost the same five guys for everybody unless you just have a personal favorite. So we'll just start at the top of the top 247, JT. You certainly want him as part of this class, one of the more athletic players at the point of attack in this class, can do a lot of things at the – on the line of scrimmage and, and on the edge and and uh, Ohio State's in the top two or three there if not sitting in pole position and he, he would be uh, where I would begin. Who are the others that uh, the two or three schools in the mix with JT Tumalo? Well I think Washington's in there um, you got USC and Oregon swinging uh, Alabama some of those schools but Ohio State's doing as good a job as any program. All right who would you take number two? So number two, I'd take J.C. Latham, your franchise left tackle, um, out of Bradenton IMG Academy by way of Wisconsin. Ohio State is battling LSU and some others uh, for J.C. Latham. Let me ask you a question. There was a real strong vibe that he was going to commit to Ohio State. I don't know if that was affected by the coronavirus or whatever, but that seems to have dulled down. We had a really long thread where someone picked some stuff off the LSU site to chat about who's the leader. I don't know. I mean, I think that there was a time where you look at the spring and he was going to visit uh, on an unofficial for the spring game, then take an official to LSU and then come back for an official to Ohio State. And you like the way all that would set up if you're from the Buckeyes camp. With all that being said, I was never ruling out LSU. There's some others. He's in touch with quite a few other programs. I was never told that like a commitment to Ohio State was imminent. Doesn't mean it wasn't, but maybe the coronavirus has slowed things down for J.C. Latham. Yeah, he's a high riser. The last rankings update for twenty four seven, he probably benefited the most. I think he rocketed up to the top five. Who do you like at number three on the board? 
I like Emeka Buka, the number one receiver in the top 247, a five-star recruit, also from Washington State, uh, as Ohio State continues to stockpile difference makers at the skill position. Emeka Buka would be another that would make this offense explosive, uh, even more explosive. Ryan Day's um, offensive attack, since he's been in Columbus, have ranked amongst the best in college football. I can't even imagine the potential with guys like Travion Henderson, Evan Pryor, and and uh, Emeka Buka coming in behind the group of receivers that signed last year. Do you know if Egbuka and JT Tumalau are tight or not? They're on different seven-on-seven teams, so I, I I've not heard that they're tight. Uh, obviously, I would imagine they know each other to a certain uh, capacity, uh, but they they weren't running in the same seven-on-seven circles. That makes sense. Okay, number four on your board. So, so number four, I would I would pick Taiwan Malone, another another difference maker at the point of attack, a guy that that I think has a chance to be one of the best defensive linemen in college football, and uh, he, he, Ohio State, their defensive line has has been really uh, one of the best in college football for for several years, and, and to keep that going. Uh, to add a guy like Taiwan Malone to Jack Sawyer and, and, and Tabizi uh, would be huge. He's kind of a unique cat in that he's over 300 pounds and he plays baseball. So Ole Miss and Texas A&M are in the mix. Is that right? Yeah, Ole Miss and Texas A&M. Yep. It's kind of a weird recruitment. I know Chris Patrick's at Ole Miss. Chris Parker's at Ole Miss and Elijah Robinson's at A&M. And both those guys have jersey ties also. Who finishes off the group? So the first four guys, I could all I, I could see Ohio State landing all those guys. The fifth guy, I got to go with a linebacker, and I would go Smale Munden or Barrett Carter. Both are going to be tough pulls uh, for Ohio State. Um, Smale Munden uh, seems a little more realistic. Uh, I talked to his his family and him recently, and they talked about the good relationship they have with with Al Washington. Uh, I think Barrett Carter is a pretty heavy Clemson lean. Uh, at this point, but both those guys are, are two of the elite linebackers in, in this class. And when you when you look at what Ohio State um, has in, in the fold right now, they have elite uh, personnel everywhere. Uh, they do have Reed Carrico uh, in, in the boat, but to add another difference maker at linebacker, that would be where if you're just picking five or drafting five, I would draft a linebacker. I'm going to take a quick break, come back and talk some more recruiting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. We have not done a lot of 2022 work here on the BM5 with Steve, but there have been a couple offers to Ohio State around your way. Let's bring us everyone up to speed here. Yeah, uh, they offered uh, Zionsville offensive lineman Joey Tadona last week. I live in Zionsville, and I've had – uh, I've, I've seen Joey practice. I've seen him play uh, in the regional championship game this past fall, and he's a national recruit. Uh, 
really moves his feet well, an explosive guy um, that also shines in track and field. Uh, it's a good offer by Ohio State. And, and this, he's a young man that's probably going to play in the Big Ten or at Notre Dame. And Ohio State's one of the schools he grew up watching, and, and they're in the middle of that. And then they offered uh, a young man out of Joel Hales High School, um, Caden Curry from, from Greenwood Center Grove on the south side of Indianapolis. They offered him yesterday. He had 100 tackles last year as a sophomore uh, in helping his team advance to the state championship. 100 tackles uh, as a sophomore is, is big no matter what position you play. If you play defensive line, that's a lot of tackles uh, uh, to be made. Uh, he plays on the interior. He plays on the edge. He had 26 and a half tackles for loss, 10 and a half sacks. We have him listed at 6'5", 250. I'm not sure if he's that big. It'll be interesting to get some uh, um, verified measurements on him. But uh, they love him uh, at Center Grove. You talk to his head coach. Uh, and he said, Caden, man, when you watch the NFL draft, you think that boy should be there in six years. He, and Eric Moore is one of the most respected high school coaches in the Midwest. He, he goes on to say, just a playmaker on the line of scrimmage, great speed, the strength for being only 16 years old. He's one of the more powerful athletic players I've seen on the defensive line. Uh, coach Moore is also the track coach at Center Grove. And he said that Curry's one of the five fastest kids in their whole program, and that's as a sophomore. And this is a team that, again, played in the state title game this past year. So Caden uh, Curry uh, is fun to watch on film. He's our number four defensive tackle in the country right now. And uh, Ohio State is his first blue blood offer, uh, but more will be coming. When you were going over his statistics there, I thought you were going to say he's like your classic middle linebacker to put up those kinds of numbers. That is spectacular. When you consider it's coming from the interior from a sophomore, there's absolutely no surprise he got an offer from Ohio State. That's fantastic. Yeah, the film's no-brainer film. And so it's, 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 it's kind of wild to me that uh, um, he hasn't gotten more big-time offers. Um, but Ohio State got the ball rolling. I bet that marble's going to roll fast now. Let's finish with this. Ohio State had stopped recruiting Will Shipley, from what I understand, but how big of a get do you think that is for Clemson? Well, he's widely considered one of the top running backs in the country, and if Ohio State didn't have two running backs committed, they'd still be recruiting him too, you know, and it's just um, he, Will Shipley was one of the few guys that, that Ohio State targeted. Will Shipley was the top running back target for several schools, uh, including Clemson. He was the first running back that Clemson offered. And, and so uh, Clemson getting their guys, Ohio State getting their guys. And I think it's just one of those things where you go to 24-7 sports, and if you're Ohio State, you look at Clemson's class and you salute. And if you're Clemson and you look at Ohio State's class, you salute. And you say, oh, we're probably going to see each other uh, uh, playing in, in, in meaningful games uh, in January for years to come. Can't think of a better way to finish it off than that. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 